Hello, and welcome to the CFO Corner. I'm your host, Nick Ezzo. In the CFO Corner, we sit down with CFOs and corporate finance professionals to hear about the innovative approaches and technology they use to scale and grow their organizations. They share the challenges they're facing with mundane, repetitive tasks, and they give their take on what they'd like to see in the corporate finance function that can help CFOs achieve a stress-free working life. A while back, I sat down with Ray Langheim, the CFO at that time of Nice In Contact. Ray says, Ray says being an accountant is like being an offensive lineman in the, line in the NFL. No one notices you until you're called for a penalty or you miss your block. Ray's also got some sage advice for up-and-coming finance professionals. Learn to use data to tell a better story. Embrace tools like artificial intelligence and machine learning to gain a competitive advantage. Help the leadership understand and move the levers of growth. Welcome, Ray. For our first question, I'd like to ask you, how do you think the role of the CFO has changed in the last five or 10 years, and where do you see it heading in the next five years? I think the role of uh, the CFO is definitely changing uh, and evolving over time. Uh, in the past five to 10 years, I would say it's it's really evolving more as a business partner, uh, one that is being relied upon by the CEO to help run the business and understand the, the different areas of the business to uh, help the business grow and develop. It's just not about accounting. It's just not about the debits and credits. It's about how to make that business grow and develop and progress uh, and win market share for the rest of the organization. Uh, that is probably done through a lot of FP&A work from a CFO perspective. Uh, the accounting organization sometimes may feel like it gets left behind a little bit, uh, but the FP&A area is, is trying to up their game, if you will, to show more uh, to the company of how, they're, uh, how the company is working, how the company is progressing, uh, the metrics that they have for their success. I think that's how it's changing. Given that it's changing in those ways and you're trying to attract and retain talent and build this world-class accounting and finance organization, what are the characteristics in your mind that separate the best from the rest, Ray? Yeah, everyone always wants to understand, you know, how do I become the best finance person, accounting person in the in the company and a job? I think there's there's two things. One, there's obviously the baseline of knowledge of accounting and finance, how it works, the principles associated behind it. And there is then, then there is how efficient you could be on getting that work done. So unfortunately, uh, the, the, the tool that we use the most, which is probably not the best tool, but it is what we use the most is Excel. And being able to have uh, a advanced expert, you know, slash expert skill level in Excel is probably the best tool <laughs> and best thing you can have. It's almost a quasi IT finance type role that makes you become more efficient at your job. Uh, there are tools that are out there that help you uh, be able to do it without Excel. Uh, I would encourage those to be learned and, and done, uh, but Excel sometimes is sort of the fallback if you don't have some of the other tools in place. Yeah, that's the one that I said, uh, it's like duct tape. It's got a million uses and no one uses it for what it was designed for. So yeah. cool. Um, so if you could magically solve one problem in your finance and accounting function, what would it be? Yeah, uh, the one problem that needs to be solved is how to get information out of our accounting system and marry it up with our forecasting and budgeting system as efficient as possible and be able to alert you and to tell you when there are either good things or bad things. 
Um, so it's not only just this the data itself, but helping to, to provide a story, helping provide uh, maybe a leading indicator uh, that enables you to help make decisions that you, you need to make a decision now or potentially down the road, there's going to be you know bad consequences that may happen if you don't make a decision and help that company progress further or functional area progress further too in their job. So in terms of your CEO and your board, what do they expect uh, when it comes to your finance and accounting team, right? Yeah, the, the CEO is uh, is a demanding expectation of finance people. Uh, you know, I love it because it really is, is going toward how do I help the business progress? Uh, how do I become a better partner uh, with the rest of the organization, the other executives on the team? Really look for me to be in the guidance principle around how we are to achieve our financial results. So it goes from you know five-year strategy, breaking it down into a five-year model, understanding our budgets, how do we achieve our budgets for that next year? Um, how do we set ourselves up for success and maybe make some investment decisions that can help us maybe even progress revenue uh, faster in the future years? Um, the, the, the part of our job is, is sort of an unsung hero too as well, where you know, when they don't hear from us <laughs> or they don't hear uh, issues from an accounting perspective is a good thing. Um, so it, it sort of relates to uh, an offensive lineman and football. The only time you hear about him is when there's penalties happening uh, or he misses his block. Uh, and that's sort of a little bit of what uh, the finance and accounting side is, is that sometimes we get sort of left out and we maybe sometimes feel left out because uh, we're doing our job so well that uh, people don't need to worry about hearing about us. It's only those times when you missed an accrual or you're over your budget that all of a sudden the finance people get more involved. And that's why the CEO then says, okay, you know, get those things done, those basics. And now I want you to drive value. I want you to drive the more understanding of our business and help me uh, make this business progress and, and make the revenue go faster, uh, make us spend our money in the right areas that we can uh, drive the organization uh, faster along and, and to be successful. I love that analogy of the offensive lineman. I'm going to definitely use that one, Ray. <laughs> and I'm an okay. offensive lineman, so it's it's it's, uh, it's true to my heart, I guess. I, yeah. I, 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 uh, I, I uh, resemble that remark, I guess. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, you, you, you'll have a hole open and they got through and sacked the quarterback. Yeah, that's the only time you hear about him. <laughs> All right, let's switch over to technology. So what are some of the more disruptive technology trends you've observed in the last few years for accounting and finance? Yeah, the technology in the finance area is definitely progressing fast. Uh, you talk a lot about forecasting tools, budgeting tools, modeling tools that enable you to sort of get out of your uh, Excel world a little bit. Uh, those are being uh, progressed faster and faster. Even uh, AI technology is coming into play in the finance area these days. Uh, that is enabling us, our, enabling our people uh, to be more efficient, uh, to uh, not just worry about doing mundane tasks, but now evaluating and understanding the data at hand to uh, be able to tell a better story of what's happening, uh, how the company is progressing, how the company is working. Uh, so the AI is is now hitting the finance area full steam ahead. So let's drill down on that. What are some of the areas within finance and accounting that you think AI and machine learning and that type of technology can help automate? 
Yeah, I think the AI, uh, the use of AI technology uh, in the finance area and accounting is, is still at the forefront, uh, even though there's more and more of it happening uh, every day. Uh, the areas that you typically see it happening is, you know, the accounts receivable. These are transactional type activities like accounts receivable, accounts payable, um, accounts cash application pieces of the organization. Uh, those are the organizations that you can see it helping tremendously right off the bat today. Uh, you're starting to see things going into the accrual world, how you do accruals, uh, being able to automate those accruals that happen from an accounting perspective, and even starting to help you uh, be have more sophisticated models in the FP&A area as far as budgeting and forecasting. All right. Last official question, and then I'll uh, open it to anything else you want to um, wind up with. But uh, last question for me is, will robots take away accounting jobs? Yeah, everyone wants to understand when uh, when the robots are coming, when Will Smith is going to come and take over our uh, our accounting jobs. Uh, I don't see that really ever happening. I see us as a progression, even over the last, you know, you could say 50 years when we used to, and this wasn't me, I'm not that old, but uh, when we had the green ledger paper and, and column spreadsheets, or not even spreadsheets, but just paper, you know, the 11 column paper that would go out and you'd write down. Uh, your journal entries and accounting and keep them in the, into hard books. And then computers came along and now accounting systems come along. So there's all these things that have allowed to help us to become more efficient, but the number of jobs in finance and accounting keep on going up. Uh, and that's because people are so, under, they want to understand the data and make it into a story. And so I think from a computer perspective and the robots, they'll help us put the data together but they're not going to be able to tell the story why. And that's the value that you can add as a finance and accounting professional is to be able to tell the story to your CEO, to your department head, uh, to other executives in the organization, each functional group of why the financial numbers are the way they are and how they can make them better, how they can increase their revenue, how can they increase their marketing efficiency, how can they produce more products and and help understand the areas that can that can uh, that make them better overall in the organization. So, Ray, as you were answering that question, it occurred to me about the data and the quality of the data and the gathering of the data. There are errors in everybody's financial data. Sometimes they're material, sometimes they're immaterial. How concerned are you, Ray, that there are errors lurking in your financial data? When Within the finance area, accounting area, there's always subject to errors, right? We have so many things that are happening in the organization, you know, within the organization that uh, that we have, uh, that, I, that I'm involved in. We have, you know, 50 people that help us do accounting, finance, cash applications, collections, the, the whole gamut. And, you know, everyone's going to make errors. Uh, and, the, and the thing to do is how do you prevent those errors? How do you have controls in place to be able to do that? So right now, maybe a lot of those controls are manual. Maybe they're account reconciliations that are done manually. Uh, but I think as you use technology even greater in the world that we have today, some of those controls now can be done automatically. And the error rate then will go down. Uh, and it's all about learning for individuals. It's not trying to be harsh uh, with people, but uh, by using technology, the error rate can go down, the ability to uh, understand the, the information better, 
to help uh, the functional organization understand how their financial information is put together all becomes a lot easier and a, a lot uh, a lot better for us to do. And that's what we're shooting for at the end of the day, right? Easier and better for us to do. Uh, at this point, I think we're going to have to leave it right there. Ray, thank you so much for spending your time, sharing your insights, and sharing your experiences with us. If you want to see more episodes of the CFO Corner, watch any of our demo videos, please visit www.auditoria.ai. My name is Nick Ezzo. I'm the host of the CFO Corner. On behalf of Auditoria and everybody here, I'd like to say thanks to Ray, and thank you all for listening.